I get along with people great. I'm a problem yeah. solver. Okay. I relate with people. You're yeah. a nice guy. I really haven't had a time. You are a nice guy. Yeah. You are you are given fluffy tales zero one. Some fluffy answers? Yeah, that's all fluff. That's <laughs> bullshit. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Finding Fire podcast this week. And this week, Ryan and I are doing something completely different. We switched it up, and regardless of whatever topic it may be, you can find it out on Reddit. So Ryan and I went through, found number of business Reddits, and it's going to be a little bit more conversational, a little bit more humorous, and even educational at times. We're going to have a few more of these episodes. This is the first one that we've done. Please follow, subscribe, like, and send us some feedback in our DMs. So We're too nice. Yeah, too nice. All right, have a drink. All right. It will be a nice night for a fire. All right, Ryan, let's get your take. Hit me. Okay. We have Wild Maximum 9462. I don't know what that means. It's a good start, though. This user posted several days ago, is it bad to stay at a job that doesn't pay well because of a nice work-life balance? Looking for advice. I'm 24, and I got my first job out of college last year that pays $68,000 a year. Everyone gets a 2% raise annually, which means the only way to get a decent increase in salary is to work at a different company. And for my industry, I think that I could make double what I make now at a different company. However, my company barely makes me do any work, and it's awesome. It's fully remote, and meetings and things, I need to get done. It only takes about 15 to 20 hours a week. I get to use all my extra free time, taking my dog on walks, doing chores and errands, going running, playing guitar, okay, painting, okay. and watching Netflix. Is it bad to stay at a job that doesn't pay well just because it's super chill? I do eventually want to buy a house and have the option to have a family one day, but having a low-stress life has been great for my mental health. This is his first job out of college, you said? Yeah, He's got my first job. 68K. 24. 24. He's getting paid $68,000 a year working remotely. Huh? <laughs> oh, what would you, you get paid for your first job? For your first real job? After a retails job? The first nine, nine to After five, college, what was our salary? $32,000. Yes. <laughs> Plus commission, but we weren't on commission at that point. Yeah. Yes, it's worth staying there for a little while. Unless I don't know where he lives. In our area... 68K is way above the medium pay, plus you get to work remotely, and he's got a nice work-life balance with good pay for now, if that's your first job out of school. All right, all right. I'll go along with your shenanigans. Like, fine. You want work-life balance? Go ahead. Like, what are you looking for when you first graduate? I'm like not 100K? sure. 100K? Well, well, he's look. he said he can double it, right? So we're looking at... Did he mention his industry in there or no? He said, no, he didn't. He just said, for my industry, I could mm-hmm. make double. So here's the thing. It all depends on, I guess, like where you're living. You know, what is the... Um, it's a medium pay. No. Cost of living. Yeah. 
you know, what is the cost of living for where you live? Okay, that's a good question. It's like San Francisco, yeah, you probably should quit that job today and go and get a better job. If you can go out and make yeah. 120, 140,000 bucks, I don't know. I'm in a position today where I have bills. I'm about to build a house. I bought property. I don't know. 68K is a good living for where we live. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's not the greatest. But, I, but even if you're, we're two hours north of Minneapolis. So even if you're in Minneapolis and you just graduate from wherever and you land your first job at 68. Yeah. Again, we don't know what industry he's in. Like you said, maybe he is in some tech industry where he could be kicking ass a lot more than 68K, but. This guy's just got to ask, like, what does he want out of his life? Does he want just to be mediocre and hang out and do whatever? He's too young. His first job. I don't I don't know. I wanted to be a baller when I graduated college. <laughs> like, I wanted to make six figures. Like, let's go. At least go. stay there six months to a year, champ. All right. Well, all right. Let's see what the people say. Let's find let's find a good one here. All right. <laughs> Koopa Troopa. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like him. 68k is pretty awesome for your age and considering the time you get back, it sounds like you have a great opportunity to develop other skills Ooh. with the time you do have. Yes. Take advantage of this gift. It could help lead to some money Koopa by the Troopa. time you are 30. Spot on. Hell 26. Um, yeah, well, that's the other thing, though, right? So what is stopping this person from going out and getting another job? Yeah. Like, if you're only working 15 to 20, there's a lot more hours in the week. Yeah. Or it, go learn affiliate marketing. Go learn day trading. Go learn Amazon selling. Yeah. Like It's interesting because when we were growing up, when we were growing up back in the day. Oh, because we're so old. <laughs> like, we went to college, and you... Graduated college and got that first job. Now, affiliate marketing, all that is so out there. It's on TikTok. It's Very on prevalent. social media platforms. So they're like growing up with that. So it's interesting that, yeah, in this case, that he he's not, maybe he is thinking about that, but not in this post. But yeah, good. That's a good comment. So here, here's the one that I just like picked out. For your age, this is the crucial part of the conversation. I'm five years older than OP, and I make 20000 less mm -hmm. while working three times as I much. I knew that was coming. 68 k in a low to medium cost living area in your early 20s? Yep. That's a bargain deal. Use the extra time to network, pursue passions, and continue the education. If my eyes weren't already green, they would be with envy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, yeah, it's his first job, and they say 68 k in his mind, maybe that's low. But in our minds... The experiences that we went through, first job is pretty high. Oh, there's an edit to that last comment. Damn. I just read OP's post history, and they say they're in a HCOL area. 68K might not go far. Yeah. What the hell is the HCOL area? HCOL. You don't know what HCOL is? Hi. Hakal. Hakal. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Dick. 
thank God there's Google. Oh, come on, people. High cost of living area. Yeah, I know. I was just testing you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, any, let's, let's yeah, find one more, one more good one. One more. See what anybody else has to say. We'll move on. All right. I, I found two. Okay. We're going two opposite ends of the spectrum. Okay. I was going to say, use that time to level up. Whatever industry you're in, get any certificates or additional training that you can. Depending on your employer, they might even pay for those. Talk to HR about any possible workplace continuing education opportunities. Just don't tell them that you'll be doing it during work hours since you have so much, quote, free time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And <coughs> lastly, Papa Mock said, at 24 years old, that lives in a high cost of living area and makes 65000 I think I would definitely stick this job out. I'm looking to go back to school because I don't like what I do, but I would definitely stick around if it meant I only had to work half as much time as I do now. And fully remote, even if I hated that job, I would still do it and be able to go back to school full time, honestly. Preach. 65K doesn't go super far when it comes to saving money. If I didn't have to commute and had that much time, it would be well worth it, in my opinion. Yep. All right. This one could be a little educational. Somebody needs our help. Let us help. OP, Fluffy Tail 01. Fluffy Tail 01. Okay, there's student, and here's what we got. No, I can't tell you a time where I dot, dot, dot. I have a phone interview this week, and it's the first round of interviews. The ones where they ask, one, tell me about yourself. Two, tell me about a time where you were in a disagreement with a group partner. Three, tell me about a time where you had to think outside the box. Yeah, yeah, you get the point. And they ask, why do you want to work for our company? What makes you think you're a good fit for us? I absolutely have zero idea how to answer these questions. I cannot think of a time where I was in a disagreement with a group partner or a time I had to think outside the box. Any tips on how to answer these kinds of questions? Please comment, even if it's the smallest tip. Yeah, I would say, first of all, it's a, it's a whole mindset thing too, right? Like you're wanting, I mean, who knows if she even wants to work for this company, but they're also interviewing, you're also interviewing them. So it's okay to say, what was that question there? Why? One of the last questions you asked. Um, Tell me about a time where you had to no, think outside the box. More towards the bottom. Uh, why do you want to work for the company? Yeah, why yeah. do you think you're a good fit? Yes. Like it's okay to say like I, that's why we're having this conversation. It takes balls to do this, but like I don't know if I'm the right fit. Like we're still learning, and who knows how passionate she is about this job, but. <clears throat> we'll cut this one off. This exact question of the TikTok video I sent you. That exact fucking question. You know, this is good. I know. And his response was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you should buy me or you should go with me or if we're the right fit. So it takes a whole like guard down of the situation that you have in conversation. But um, I think hmm. if you try to make something up in the situation, like thinking outside the box, 
it comes pretty apparent that you're going to keep talking and talking right. and talking, but you need to be transparent if you don't think there's a time yet that you've had a conflict, being like, I get along with people great. I'm a problem yeah. solver. Okay. I relate with people. You're a nice I, guy. I really haven't had a time. You are a nice guy. Yeah. You are You are giving Fluffy Tales 01. Some fluffy answers? Yeah. That's all fluff. That's <laughs> bullshit. I, I'd like to ask, one, how old this person is. Like mm-hmm. 10, 12, 13, never applied for a job before? I'm not sure. Okay. I guess what I'm going to say here is you should have enough foresight when you're going to apply for a job. That's what I'm saying, though. As to I don't like, know how much experience this person has. Right. Right now, so am I applying for a job? Oh, yeah. Those questions are top of my list. Like, they're going to ask me this, well, this, this, this. Right. So you, but they know that they're going to get answered this, right? So maybe let's go do some research. Let's pull up the company. Let's find out about them. Why are you actually applying for the company? Mm-hmm. Strictly the money? Then, no offense, okay, this may be, I might anger the people here. Figure out some bullshit that you can spit through your mouth, through your teeth, and come up with a good answer as to why you're a good fit to be hired because you obviously are applying, so you want the job. Yeah. So That that does come with experience, though. If you're applying at an ice cream shop, you know, I'd be a really good fit here because I can scoop ice cream like a champion. Like seven scoops decorated into a unicorn. You watch. I'm your guy. Whatever you need. Yeah, it comes. With, it, Tell it, me about it, yourself. It does come with experience, though, because like, I, yes, I. Have, I like long walks on the beach. I have bullshit some very good answers, and when you're driving home, you're like, "Damn, how the <laughs> fuck did did I just say that? That was amazing." That's what I'm saying. So, but, fluffy tail, come on, like, let's. And you, you've never had to think outside the box, even like. You were playing a video game, and you had to think about like how that person was. Your character was going to do tough, something crazy. It's a tough question because there might be a lot, but like then, then in your mind, as the question is being asked to you, it's like, oh yeah, all right, what, what's the best one? Like, what's the one that's going to quote unquote impress them the most? So, thinking outside the box. So. I guess the biggest piece of advice then <clears throat> that we can give this person is: you need to prepare for your interview. You need to hop on Google. You need to search these yeah. questions and find the answers even if you're taking from somebody else and then just going to throw this out to the world like if you're looking for jobs or even if you're in a career that you don't think is going to be your lifelong job in my opinion you should be interviewing every six months at a job to stay fresh mm-hmm. find a job that you don't want to take somewhere else and go and interview for a job yep. just go and meet people and talk or get into a networking group, and in that networking group, I would have an interview night. Hey, we're going to practice interviews during this session, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. I can't think of a time where I was in a disagreement with a partner. That's a hard question. Is it, though? Let's see what the people had to say. Oh, boy. I feel like they're going to roast her. Diablo 1128. You know, (laughs) I take situations I was in and then I create the conflict that the interviewer is looking for and I spin it in a way that makes me look good when it's all resolved. Perfect. So the Diablo 1128 is a good bullshitter. Yes. Let's try one more, okay? 
And I got one more. It's going to be short. I mean, it's going to be a fun one. Okay. Not, not that yours aren't fun. Yours are fun. This one is posted by Chance Destiny. Posted one day ago. Ooh. Fresh. Quitting three months into a job. I am really thinking and wanting to quit my job. I've only been there three months, but it's a mess. And I received no training, was basically expected to understand and know my role. Yes. Is this normal? No. Like, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Like, how do you expect me to understand the process when it's not being told to me? Anyone quitting three months into a corporate job? Question mark? Oh, you got this. Get it, babe. <laughs> Mine wasn't a corporate job. It was a, uh, a smaller a smaller family-owned biz, but exact situation where I was two months in, eh, probably like a month and a half in, where there was uh, my role I ended up doing after I was hired was not the role that I originally applied for, and I knew instantly, too, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> this isn't going good. I know nothing about this industry. I've had no training about this industry. I've had no, there is no process, but they just said, here, here's this, do it. I was like, well, where do I go? Who do I call? Who do you guys go to in this type of situation? And I get out. Simple as that. You got to be happy. I was four months. I lasted four months in a job recently. And I'm not that type of person. Usually I'm like, all right, stick it out for at least six months to a year, even if you hate it. It looked good on the resume. I said, Screw that. I was not happy. I didn't know what the was going on. <laughs> I was like, scheduling rust proofs and not being in the sales marketing department. It's a long story. But, uh, dang. No, I don't think any time is too short. You just got to be real and have the confidence to talk about that in your next job interview and keep that on your resume. Keep that on your resume. Because if you don't keep that on your resume, They'll do their digging, and then lastly, the question: Oh, why didn't you put this job on your resume? And then that's that's a whole character question, red flags. I, yeah, I keep right. my four month job on my resume, and I'm proud to talk about it. That it was a gut check, it wasn't for me, and I got the heck out of there. It's been positive responses from the interviews I've had. It's more of like a like good for you to realize that and have that self awareness. Yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna agree with everything that you said. Completely. Accept. Uh, yeah, I, I have an accept. I have to, <laughs> Chance Destiny needs an honest double take here. So I get it. You weren't happy. It's not worth it. Why would you stay in a job that you don't like, that you, if you truly know that you don't want to be there at the end of the day, then get out. You personally did everything correct. I would have done that. You mm-hmm. had no opportunity from where nice. you were at, right? Right. And yeah, they were paying you well. It just, it's not worth it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. However, this person's been there three months. I don't know what kind of job it is. And what is the potential for this person after the fact? Now, I would, I guess I would ask, have you talked to your coworkers? Have you gone to leadership? Have you asked? Have you asked for like instruction? You don't need to just sit here and tread water drowning. Like, find help. Find somebody that was in your position previously. Mm-hmm. There's ways that you can go about it. Um, but at the end of the day, if you don't like it and you don't think that it's for you, 
bounce, get out of there, mm-hmm. go start applying for other jobs, keep this one to, you know, keep the paycheck and then yep. move on. It's, you know, as this person in the uh, comments section said, it's called drinking from the fire hose. Very common in corporate world. They just want to <laughs> see if you can swim or sink. So, and that yeah. practice is done a lot. Like I know people that get jobs and they don't have training and they are kicked out the door. Like, all right, here you go. Yeah, and some people flourish on that too. Like, oh, there's no, there's no processes. Like, I can carve my own path. Some people flourish with that, and others are like, no, I need to know what the last person did, and the person before that. Like, what do they do so I can do that and be comfortable? And yeah, yeah. I want. I wish. I wish uh, Chance Destiny here like gave us more. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see if he has responded at all. It's interesting too. So even like when you talk to your parents and. No, and don't be job hopping now. Like, is job hopping still a thing? Like, when when HR are looking at is looking at resumes, and like, say they look at my resume. I was at a place for five years, then I was at a place for four months, and then I got a job right after that. Like, ooh, we we're gonna save that. That we we're gonna go That's down a different a conversation. Hole. But yes, like, there's a lot we of should address, influences we're gonna address out there. That. This is this post is so new that there really hasn't been anything riveting to share other than what we've already talked about Mm -hmm. hang in there it's normal give your six months wait six months give it some time request the training have you talked to your manager why six months Ah, yeah see different conversation yeah that's a wrap that's all i got but if you know in your gut that it's not right for you get out of there move on all right i got a bonus fun one maybe a short one it's like four comments on this one Mm -hmm. so Misspelled a name in an interview email. <laughs> you don't, username, you don't even understand how this speaks to me right now. <laughs> username oh, no. Danny Doodlebug13. Danny. I, need, I need some quick advice. I had to send an email in advance of an interview I have tomorrow for a sales position, and I did the unthinkable. I misspelled someone's name in the email. I sent it almost 12 hours ago and just noticed. I could just about curl up and die. I'm so embarrassed. Should (laughs) I send a follow-up email correcting it, or should I wait and explain my mistake in the interview tomorrow? What would Matt do in this situation? Well, you have an interview tomorrow, so you need to make light of the situation. It's not a big (laughs) deal. Like People's names are spelled differently all of the time. It's, yeah. Like this is not this is not an issue. It's not a different but, name. That's true. It's not like John and Mike. Yeah, you misspelled it. Whoop de doo. Even if you did, for some reason, get the name wrong. Uh, yeah, look, but it's, it's your not attention the to detail. Okay, I'm, if you can't uh, spell my name right in the interview, damn. how am I going to trust you with this have, job? I'm so Matt. mad. I'm so mad that I have to admit this here right now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. I was driving in the cities, in <laughs> in traffic. Please don't tell me you were sending an email in traffic. Well, I wasn't sending emails. <laughs> <laughs> I got a text message that I was reading. Oh, even better. It was slow. It was slow traffic. Yeah, don't worry about it. Hands-free. Yep. Um, so I got this message that I was supposed to call somebody, and I called. I had a full-blown conversation with this person for probably like two minutes. 
Yep, hey, how's it going? Da, 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 da. So-and-so told me to call you. Bup, 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 bup. Perfect. I'll get back to you in a couple of days. So I'm sitting at my desk this morning. Like today this morning? Today. Oh. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I was supposed to get back to that guy today. Perfect. I'm going to call this number. Oh, you did it? Continue. Yeah. So I call this number, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, hey, is this uh, is this Barry? Nope. <laughs> oh, this isn't uh, the art the art center. Nope. Oh, wrong number. All right, sorry. I'm like, who did I just call? Oh, dang it! That's the other guy I was supposed to get back to, <laughs> Dean. <laughs> Guess what? Sent a text message. Hey, Dean. Sorry about that. You never sent me your your email address or your contact info. Just clearly a, a situation of not being organized. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? Hey, Matt, no worries. Here's my email address. Mm. And it's Darren. Oh, you had like a double <laughs> sucker punch. Yeah, it was so what bad. Happened? And I And I was like... I was the like, traffic got you all flustered. Wow. It's like, Darren, <laughs> it's no, been a day. You have no I'm idea. I'm so sorry. He's like, nah, don't worry about it. I was like, oh, perfect. So called the wrong number. Then didn't he tried to a, call the other guy and called him the wrong yeah, name. <laughs> the guy didn't give a rip. Get over it. It's not a big deal. Oh. People screw up. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. So I, I get paying attention to detail, but at the end of the day, no, if, if you're talented... If you're talented and you're the right person for the job, they're going to hire you. Not because they called you Ben. I don't know. I was in a situation and and worked the other day where we had this proposal meeting for a client that could be our biggest client ever. And our CEO was talking. There's probably on their side, there's probably four or five people. And the president's name is president's name is John. Introduced himself clearly, spoke for a while, and he asked a lot of questions. And then um, he asked us a question like, Oh, did you see that video I sent you in this proposal? Like, that's kind of what we're going after in this type of commercial. Like, what do you guys think? Did you watch it? And our CEO was like, Well, Jim. And I was like, John, John, it's John, it's John. His name is John. And then it just floundered from there. So on their side, I was like, Oh my gosh, if I'm on that side, and they can't even answer this question, and they called me the wrong name after being on a call for 45 minutes to an hour. I was like, oh. Who, what position made the error? <clears throat> Our CEO. Oof. 